Nice cold fire. Nice cold cold fire. fire. Nice cold fake fire. We got rain falling in the sky. Oh my god. Gray skies falling on me. me. (laughs) Nothing but gray gray skies. skies. Makes me pee. I just did. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, thanks, guys. Oh, How'd nice. it go? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Get good grades. Yeah, yes, <laughs> getting good grades. Future so bright. <laughs> oh, wow. oh no. Good. Uh, hey, guys. Yeah. Hi. So Hi. I I should have brought um a sweater or you it's know cold. Or it's like freezing a, in this building. Uh, a buffalo coat. Yeah, buffalo yeah. coat. <laughs> the old whip out the old <laughs> buffalo <laughs> coat. <laughs> If I'd only had that, I'd be I'd be dealing with the cold a little better. But I, hey, you know what? For the fans, yeah, yeah, you just gotta show up. Only for our fans, guys. Only, only for, for the fans. For the fans. Yeah. Well, it is one of those days when it's like this. You do feel like you're on an NPR show because it's rainy, mm. it's overcast, mm. and it's like, hi guys, welcome back. Yeah. Today we're gonna be talking about yeah. um, science yes. and laughter. And science I brought in my muffins today, guys. Did you? Oh, I did. Very nice. Thanks for bringing in your muffins, Clay. Yeah. Are they lemon flavored? They're they're banana flavored. Banana poppy seed lemon. It's a weird combination. Yeah. So it's cream filled. Mmm, cream filled and homemade. Homemade. Banana cream filled poppies. <laughs> <laughs> lemon. That sounds lemon, disgusting. Lemon loaf <laughs> muffins <laughs> with uh, some rhubarb. Muffins get grosser by the second. You keep adding ingredients uh, to them. <laughs> it's too are, many Are those the ones with the Skittles on top? Yes, and the American cheese. The American cheese. <laughs> American cheese. <laughs> well, yes. hey, by the way. Yes, with uh, Rice Krispies. Clayton is, is mm. a friend of mine that has created a sandwich. That, mm. that Are we allowed to talk about it on the oh, air? Oh, we're allowed to talk. Because I didn't it. know if it's like a family secret. It but is, you, you but it's out now. Thanks, okay. Jake. Oh, well, we can put it right back in. <laughs> no, right no, that's, back a good thing about, that's a good thing about listen. bringing things out. You can put them right back. Right back in the box. Listen, yeah. listen, it's time to out myself. Okay, so Clayton has this sandwich that he had as a child, and he has since introduced it to me and, and many of those around us. And uh, you either love it or you or you just don't get it. Right. And I'm of the I just don't get it camp. This uh, is true. Noel has not had it yet. I have not. Yes. But Clayton, would you describe what goes on this famous sandwich? Well, this is from the 1950s, my friends. Okay. You have to start off with some bread, as a sandwich does. Great. Right. Good start. Good start. Jump Strong. right into the Jif Extra Crunchy Peanut Butter. Oh, I'm still with Extra you. crunchy. I'm still yeah. with you. So far, so good. Crunchy. Right, exactly. Then you have to, on the other side of the Other bread, side. So on only one side, side gets Jif. Only side. one side gets Jif. The other side, you have to throw down mm-hmm. some bread and butter pickles. Bread Interesting. And butter pickles. Interesting. Okay, so, so that's good. So yeah. We're so you got the salt sour it up a little bit. Got a little sour, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. where's the umami? That's the question. Guys. Where now that we're here in, in NPR is the umami? Where's the umami? Umami. Okay. That would be called the best foods mayonnaise that you sl- oh. just a little mm. slathering on top of the peanut butter itself. Oh wow! So we're touching. Yeah, we're touch. touching peanut butter and mayonnaise, and then you close the lid. Yeah. And you just take a mouthful of that deliciousness, and wow. mm, let me tell you. So a peanut butter, mayonnaise, and and pickle. Yeah, oh. uh, it's bread and butter pickle. Well, it's, it's, it's not the bread like a dill butter. Pickle. It's, it's the bread and butter. Just, which is a sweeter. Just the description bread of it brings butter. me right back to that first bite where I thought, "What 
the hell? <laughs> what, what combination of flavors is this, and why yes. did I take a bite of it? Yep, that's my weird family. Yes, <laughs> and yes. it's good. But there are some that you've shown it to that really you enjoyed it. You know what? Stand it. by. Veronica, Veronica loves, loves it. Yep, 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 yeah, yeah. Is she on a call? Are you interrupting her right now? Is she on a call? She's do- Well, she's working. She's got she's on, the, on, the, on a streak or something. Uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't care if we do business at all. I love it. Okay. Yeah, she loves it. Say it again, Ronnie. I love it. She loves it. Thank you, Ronnie. She does. So she says it's so delicious. It's boys. Okay. It's, it's that was good. actually not the real Veronica. <laughs> that was AI Veronica that Clayton, Clayton ran over his computer and, and typed in. I typed into Chat GPT. Yes. Chat yeah. GPT to get her to station. Yeah, no, she does. She does like it. Yes. 100%. And Bruce Leon, our set designer, likes yeah. it. My wife it. likes it. Jamie I've likes it. That's never right. tried it. Yeah, so I don't gotta, know. I, have, I can't have an know. opinion until I try it. It's true. I can't. It's true. It's yeah. alien food. You'd love it. I do love alien food. Oh, yeah. well, look. Yeah. It's true. Look. I have. There's a chance. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I just yawned no, on the I know, show. No, no, right? Here's here's the problem. Oh. What, now, what we're gonna tell the audience, yeah. which we always did, is one of the number one rules of recording the Biofriendly podcast was do it in the morning because right. we come in peppy. We're ready. Peppy, we got peppy. our coffee. We're feeling good. And then we learned over the. 200 years we were on, if we have a lunch mm. and then we record the podcast, <laughs> we're going to fall asleep. We're going to fall asleep. Okay. And that's exactly what we did. So everybody lay down. Well. It's nap time on Ooh, the Bible Let's podcast. just dig right in. Well, you know what? Sleep. Actually, this is kind of a fun little like a bedtime story. Kind okay. Of okay. You know? Should we, we, should we like just that? get into it then? So what's our, what's our bedtime like story? Uh, what's okay. our bedtime story podcast right. this week? Do you guys want right. to just, I want we'll to dive know. in? Okay. Should we want to know what you're thinking. I love that song. Tell me what's on your mind. Pure energy. Pure energy. That was uh, a time where you could add do, just do, a random do, like audio energy. snippet like that, and everybody yeah. was cool with it. Just uh, like, a, yeah. like you don't energy. you don't hear any Taylor Swift songs where it's just no. suddenly a guy's like pure energy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I think producers were on crack. Yeah, there was a lot yeah, more coke. Were, oh, a lot more so coke. Many yeah. So many drugs. So they would drugs. just be like, you know what you need right now? Pure, Pure energy. <laughs> like literally, it was never in the song. No, like, no, I no, just, no, He just pulled out the mic and then just added it. Insane. How's that coke? Pure energy. You're good. Good. <laughs> Pure energy. <laughs> All right, all so right. here begins our tale. Let's oh. read it all NPR, though. Okay, okay all NPR. This it's, is okay. It's, now, it's a so, rainy day. So if the people who tuned in, mm. they they just got a great sandwich that they can try. No mm. problem. And they, they also heard, they're, they're hearing about the greatest muffin that's ever been. They heard about the greatest muffin in the world, <laughs> and they are also hearing us yawn. Yawn. So yeah. here we go. If you're driving, day. if you're driving, I'd like you to pull over to the side <laughs> of the road right now because you're about to get drowsy. Get drowsy. Drowsy. Celestial. Seasonings, um, chamomile tea. With a little yeah. So just relax, lean back your chair, and here yes. we go. Here we go. Well, let me let me cue the uh, the fireplace. Okay. There it is. There it is. I like that. Okay, oh, that's good. Around eight thousand to six thousand BCE. Okay. That stands for what? Before Christmas Eve. Yes, that's what I thought. Before Christmas Eve. So before Common Era. Before uh, that's what it is. Okay. Before crab extract. That's what I thought it was. I was raised with before crab Crab extract. extract. Crab. 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 Yeah, before they made the great extract that comes from crabs that that caused us all to believe in Jesus. So around eight thousand to six thousand BCE, (laughs) the North and Baltic seas, the water north of France, all the way to Norway, the Baltic. Weren't seas. No? At all. What? Right? What? Instead, they were vast plains that were home to ancient human civilizations. As the curtain drew to a close on the last ice age, water levels rose and inundated these low-lying areas, wiping away any trace of prospering civilizations. Wow. Yep. 
Wow. Vincent Gaffney, yes. leader of the Submerged Landscapes Research Center, mm-hmm. said in a press statement, 20,000 years ago, the global sea level was 130 meters lower than at present. That's yes. a lot of meters. It's a, a lot, lot, lot of, of, meters. of meters. Yes. Yeah. With progressive global warming and sea level rise, unique landscapes home to human societies for millennia disappeared. Right. We know almost nothing about the people who lived on these great plains. Right. So researchers describe the region as the most attractive land for prehistoric settlement anywhere in the continent. Really? Okay. So you're with me so far? That's the third yawn oh, Noel just pulled right in the mic. You are just dying. Seepy. Just hopeless. Seepy, <laughs> seepy. I, I feel sleep right now I feel like every single teacher who looks out of the class and oh they go, God. they hate everything. <laughs> they hate they Why? hate me. They don't Why are they, they even here? They don't want to learn my life them? choices. Uh, I am so sorry. It is not that at all. I even slept last night. I don't I know what's know. up. Uh, don't it's know because you up. slept, dear. It's because it you slept. Yes. Okay. You slept. Okay. I and slept. so your body's like, I want no, more. This is fascinating. Okay, I can't I actually care. We're gonna I get just to a turning can't point. Stay awake. We're gonna get to a turning point <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna be incensed <laughs> with you know rage. What you need? I am yeah. incensed yeah. with rage. You know what, what you need? What do I need? Pure energy. Pure energy. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna know. <laughs> All right. This okay, episode is all about pure yeah, energy. It is. It is. Okay. It is. Now, the University of Bradford's Submerged Landscapes Research Center in the UK, the yes. TNO Geological Survey of the Netherlands, yes. Flanders Marine Institute. We Flanders. know them. Flanders. We yes, know them. Yes. Yeah. And the University of York will soon explore these long-lost civilizations as part of a research collaboration known as Subnordica. 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 It's like pure energy, but it's underwater. Subnordica. Yeah, Yeah. so when they made the uh, 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 underwater version of that song, the guy would go, Subnordica. Subnordica. Yeah. Right. So one of the ancient lands... Definitely more gurgly. Um, One of the ancient lands the project aims to explore is Doggerland. 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 G-G-E-R-L-A-N-D. Doggerland. Doggerland. I have a map. Oh, wow. oh Doggerland, right Dargerland. there. So, so there, that is all that green region you can see. So, for yeah. this is an audio listener, I know, I know, I'm going to describe wow. it to him. So, you know, England, Wales, Ireland, Scotland, the whole region there that's yes. sitting out there by itself. Yes. Surrounding all of that under the sea, under the sea, yeah. is Doggerland. Wow. That's yeah, where that used to, Europe used under to be completely connected. Yeah. Like wow. there was no like, oh, there's like the UK island. Like no, it was all connected. One giant. And, you just had Area. to you just had to climb up 150 meters to get to the UK. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And wow. the the it was very new land back then. Yeah. It was very raw. It was a raw doggerland. Was it raw doggerland? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And the interesting thing is it goes huh. from France all the way up to Norway. It's yeah. like this huge just thousands very of Very raw. So I, I yeah, I mean I'm trying to we kind of described it a little bit, but just let me let me try to do my best here. Okay. You all have seen Ireland and England before. Yes. And Scotland. And, and Wales. Scotland. Well, okay. You know, the rest yeah. other, they Let's were conquered. Let's not count them. <laughs> That's right. They've been, they defe- were, they've yeah. been defeated. Kiss, the, now, okay. kiss the king's Whether ring. Whether they like it or not, they, oh. they, they, they swear Sitting allegiance the stone of to We're King Charles. <laughs> oh, Macduff, get back in the cage. Oh, get back there, Macduff. The United Kingdom and Ireland. Mm. The islands all out on their own. Yes. Mm. Right? Just mm-hmm. off the coast of Europe. Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So I just want everybody to imagine a ra- like a giant ring of land that goes, you know, I mean, several, several hundred miles. Yes. Outside of England 
Scotland, Wales, and Ireland, and Northern Ireland. <laughs> All the way to Norway, pretty <laughs> All much. All the way, basically, to Norway. Um, yeah, even connecting like this, like Scandinavia to yeah. to those islands and to Europe is land. Mm-hmm. And that land is, is raw doggerland. It's raw doggerland. Yeah. Thank you. Thank uh, you. It's actually pronounced doggerland, but that's fine. There's no, no raw? No, there's no raw. Well, but, uh, it was, it was, there isn't a raw? Oh, God, uh, I thought it was no, so that was, that was, that, was a, that was very Givenian of you, yeah. but uh, yeah. very Givenian. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's not raw uh, doggerland. No, no, it's, no, just, it's doggerland. just doggerland. Okay. It's just doggerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Just facts. But I'd like to <laughs> submit to the study that it was very raw, and, and when you go into raw doggerland, you're just, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. Um, <laughs> so, which is thought to have thrived in the North Sea region some 8,200 years ago. So, how long ago it was? Yeah. So, it's a very exciting time for archaeology. The Indiana Joneses of the world are thrilled right now. Since we have new tools to aid in the discoveries of these lost civilizations, among those technologies will be advanced seabed mapping and computer simulation of lost settlements, as well as additional AI tools, seismic and acoustic surveys, and boreholes. Boreholes. And this is the twist. Yes. This is the twist. Uh, I want to hear the twist. Ready for the twist? Come on, baby. Let's Let's hear hear the the twist. (laughs) (laughs) And yet, time is of the essence. Pure energy. Pure energy. We have to. Will you? Can we go pull the real <laughs> yes. pure energy? Ah, absolutely. Uh, Everyone to, that we're going to say it's got to say pure energy. Yeah. pure energy. Okay. And yet, time is of the essence for investigating these waterlogged civilizations. Today, the land largely makes up the coastal shelf that is currently under development of, as North Sea nations install offshore wind farms to combat climate change. <laughs> This vast expansion of green energy infrastructure could limit scientific access to uh. these areas, so projects like Subnordica are rushing to investigate the area because it's before it's too late. All right. So we're Clayton wrote something oh, the irony. very cute here, which I love. It says, We're rushing to save our future by not repeating the past and in doing so not learning about our past. Boom. 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 Okay, uh, that's the end of the podcast. Drop. All right, guys, yeah, that's, that's it. it. No, 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 no. I was just—it's no, a very—it's a very well said statement. That's—that's that's, that's the quote. That's, that's the quote. That's the fact. That's the facts, Jack. Yeah, man. And that's fascinating. So, so that's what we thought was interesting. We're like, we're putting—we're in a situation where, as biofriendly podcasts, we're reporting on environmental renewable energy. Mm. But here's a situation where the renewable energy is kind of uh, ruining everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like they're well, kind of they're kind of messing things up by being like, in the way. "We want to put a bunch of fans in in Doggerland." Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Doggerland, should, Doggerland. could be explored and understood. Yeah, exactly. Known. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, well, and and you know, this also is, I think, an interesting um, tale about where the like where the Earth is right now and its heating to cooling stage, right? Right. Totally. Yeah, because. Um, you know, back when there were, were dinosaurs about, mm-hmm. eh, granted, that was a while. It was like 34 years ago. 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. It was before yeah. we were probably, born. Probably boomer yeah. age. Like back yeah. when boomers yeah. Yeah. Back, when, back when our parents were young, yeah. dinosaurs, there were dinosaurs roamed the earth. Roamed the earth. And, and back then, it was like there, were, there, were, there was no ice. Yeah. There was no ice on this planet. That's why the elderly <laughs> now love it when you say, hey, get out of here, dinosaur. They yeah. know what you're talking about. Exactly. You're referring to their time. Yes, right. exactly. You fossil. Yes, because they remember what it was like to be chased by dinosaurs. Totally, totally. And, they, and, they, and it hurts. That's hard. why they're so tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there's <laughs> Raquel Welsh in one of those movies. <laughs> what? Wasn't Raquel Welsh in one of those movies she's getting chased by a dinosaur? I think so. I think that's right. I mean, she was wearing like a caveman. Yeah. Like a cave All I remember is the VHS cover. Raquel Welsh 10 million years BC. Show. Was that what it was? I think so. I think so. That's another one of those VHSs that you stared at at the oh. video store and you're like, I'm never going to get a rent it. But maybe oh. if I memorize the cover, it'll stay with me forever. Uh, then I'll always be with me. Raquel Welsh will always be with me. Always be with me. I'll always be with Raquel Welch. Raquel. 
Welch and I will have a raw Doggerland experience. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you will last 8,200 years yes. under the sea yes, together. Yes, exactly. So before um, we cut you off with our nonsense. Right, no, nonsense is what I'm all about. Yeah, no, yeah. It just it's interesting when you think about the how the earth has changed over all of that time. We, right. we kind of have our our panic about, about what's happening on the planet to just know that the planet kind of, it actually does do this where it gets very hot and it gets very cold when it was very cold right it was like if we were going the other way people would be freaking out about global cooling right because when it got cold it was so cold that there was ice everywhere everywhere yeah and th- that ice being trapped was not then in the ocean and you had so much more land yeah. That was just exposed, and a lot of it covered with you know, snow. Right. Snow and ice. But, um, like, the, like the film The Day After Tomorrow. The Day After Tomorrow, which was, a, I think, a, a documentary. very scientific a documentary showing exactly how it would happen in that instant, and you would be in your helicopter and just freeze as you're walking. Yes, yeah, yes. Absolutely. Love it. No, no doubt. But so long as you're in the Wendy's and you turn on the... You know the gas. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll be okay. Or you'll be you'll survive. You'll be mm-hmm. yeah. Everyone knows yeah, this. Everyone knows this. Well, Jake Gyllenhaal knew it. Yeah, Jake he knew it. Gyllenhaal. So just that's the secret. When the ice age comes, you just and the Ghostbusters are doing it again. Find a Wendy's. Find a Wendy's. Turn, turn on, on the, the burners. gas burners, and then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You will be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or just light all the books in the library on fire in the. I know this movie too well. Jesus you do. You are Christmas. you are well versed in your day after tomorrow. It's like all of a sudden I'm, 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 I'm getting to me. I'm like, wow. I I think I saw the movie once yeah. when it came out. Yeah, so. that's what made him uh, start up this whole company thing. I'm like, you know, yeah. we gotta stop, yeah, stop the stop earth this. from getting frozen. Yeah, right. right. And exactly. then I just and then I learned. And then you yeah. learned. So I know. I just I think it's I think it's a fascinating thing to look at that that the earth does this and that we have to kind of remember that in some of some of our worry and panic i think about what's what's going on mm-hmm. uh, is that it you know it it could get a lot hotter <laughs> yeah and and life would still find a way as life. ian malcolm finds mm. once said not that it would be ideal or right. better like we should right. do we should try oh, to no, it would suck but yeah. yeah but you know that's that's that is how it goes and then when that happens the you know there would be even less land because right the what ice is left would also melt. Right. Which um, takes me back to 1996 for Waterworld. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Another cinematic masterpiece. Another documentary. That's documentary. Right. So accurate. And our buddy who's still in the stunt show. Yeah. Uh, is he still? Is he still in the stunt wow. show? I don't know if he is. I don't know. Nate I don't Hedrick? know if Nate, Nate Hedrick is still doing it. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. No, it was a good stunt show. He was, it was Horribly inaccurate uh, portrayal of what would happen. Yes, mm. you know mm. if the ice caps melted, but yes. but yeah, but, but totally. You know, hey. But fun for a movie. Fun. We would not be covered totally in water yeah. without the ice caps. There's 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 enough there's enough elevation in the land that we have that there would be tons of land still. Totally. It's just that you know a couple hundred miles of Kev Koss. of coast. Kev Koss, good actor. <laughs> uh, Kev Koss, not a scientist. Right. Not a scientist. Right. No. Not a scientist. Yeah, Everest Beach. I'll, I'm, I'm going to be uh, hanging out at Everest Beach. Everest that Beach. So yeah. I just think I think that the interesting thing is is what we can ask the audience is in this circumstance you you do kind of go okay I understand the need to put some some wind farms and get that energy and get the uh-huh. renewable but if you're wrecking if it's at the cost of this historic area that researchers could really gather a lot of information about our history civilizations and it could be lost if you sit there and drill down and put a bunch of fans in the way, it's going to not be a good thing. So in this circumstance, you kind of um, of the, hey, don't put the wind farms there. Yeah. Well, I, you know, me, I, I think there's lots of ways to produce energy. Yeah. I think there's lots of better ways, the more efficient ways to produce energy than windmills. Right. So I, no, I would say don't. Put don't the do it. I don't think you need to do it. Right. I, I think that 
to just suck it up and put a nuclear power plant in your in your backyard. Mm, yeah. You know, mm, let's just let's yeah. just let's just do it. It's not as bad as you think it is. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's one. Like that's 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 an option. Or or put the windmills elsewhere. I mean, I understand why they're doing that because there's a ton of wind there. Right. Right. So you can produce a lot of energy. And it's so a shelf too. Yeah. So it doesn't like drop off down to oblivion. Yeah. Exactly. So, so yeah. it's so you don't have to drill. So you don't have to. You don't have to dig so deep in the water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always dig in the water when, yeah. I, when I'm making my putting my windmills down. Um, <laughs> yeah, so no, I, I like logically it makes a lot of sense if you're told we need to have renewable energy, we must have renewable energy, more renewable energy. Let's get the most efficient renewable energy possible. When people are freaking out about it, that's where you'd put them. That makes sense. Right. But put it out in the water. Yeah, but I, I yeah, and particularly there, it's just yeah. it's so windy. But and yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. I I, I feel like it, it is historically significant area or archaeologically significant area. I mean, thinking about that era, I mean, this is 8,000 years ago. So that's 6,000 BC. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is a hell of a long time ago. That's like the earliest Egyptian Mesopotamian like, and they're finding some really cool stuff down there. Yeah. And it's just kind of tragic that we would know nothing. And, And the worst thing that freaks me out is like, what if they just start drilling? And it's like, oh, and there's more rubble from the previous civilization. Let's just keep going down and just destroy yeah, it. Destroy it all. You know? I just don't know why they called it Doggerland. Like, what does this have to do with dogs? Are there dogs down there? I mean, I, I mean, there certainly were. You think there's? I think it's I actually. Think a, 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 I think it's a Swedish term or Finnish. You think Finnish so? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Stand by. Stand by. There were definitely I, dogs. So down here's there. my problem. I assume that every word I see either makes sense in my language or I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't care about it. And don't care. I, stop, I, I dismiss it immediately. I if I important. see the word Doggerland, yes. I think to myself, well, that's obviously a reference to dogs. Yes. And so obviously they found a shelf of land that was home to a dog civilization. Right. Like dogs driving cars, dogs right. like living <laughs> in apartments, right. dogs running restaurants, right. and walking humans. But could it be, <laughs> though... Like, think about it this way. Could it yeah. just be that it's a bunch of bros? Dog? Yeah, who live together. Yeah. Right? It could be that land, too. Yeah, like it, like we, it, yeah dog. Yeah. I mean, this still applies. This still right. is, is right. linguis- linguistic. Do you want to know the truth, right? or do you, do you want to just keep I want to know the truth. The Finally truth. break down my limited thinking, my my um, idiocy. It was uh, a society made of dogs, and they walked <laughs> Oh, my God, I was <laughs> no. right. No, the term oh. Doggerland was coined by University of Exeter archaeologist Bryony Coles. Bryony? Bryony. 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 B-R-Y-O-N-Y. Coles. Bryony. Who named it after Dogger Bank, a submerged sandbank 60 miles off the English coast frequented by Dutch fishing vessels known as doggers. Okay, so it's a fishing thing. It's so this is a fishing thing. It's a fishing so it's fishing a vessels fishing called thing. doggers used yeah. to live on the land. Yes. Yes. It's a dog alert. And they would hang out with each other with their dogs. That's it. That's it. Fishing yes. on land. That's right. Yeah. Because they, right. they were predicting that in like another 50 years or something that you'd get water. That's right. And that it, there'd be fish there. That's right. So there's being, there's preempting. Preemptive. Yeah, preemptive dog man. Dog man. <laughs> preemptive dog man. Oh, they're playing at the elevator this yeah, weekend. That's a solid band. Ooh, solid band. Dog man. So that's, I mean, look, we, we, we brought the story today, yeah. which was, the question is, does environmentalism ruin everything? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the next question. You know, I, and I, and so, so, and I guess they're, they're saying that now with, with those windmills 
in place. They're, they're not allowed to go. I guess it's tough to get. It's so tough to get in there, and so they're, they're hurrying. They're yeah. racing the clock. Yeah, to get all their information that they can. Man. Boo. Man. Right. What, a, what a bummer. But I guess it's, it is. Yeah, but the problem is when you know that there's probably better sustainable energy than wind, it makes you kind of go, yeah, boo. Yeah, it's just that there's such a there's such a cultural movement that you have to have solar panels or windmills. Like that's the that's that is a that's they're really, so inefficient. It's a cultural decision. I know, and I don't like that. And I want to say that right now is that we work in hydropower, and when you go searching anywhere online um, about renewable energy sources, it's always those two: solar, wind. It's like it's like they they are pretending that that's all we've got. Right. And that's everywhere you look. And that's the problem. Yeah, that's really what the issue is. Is that there's such there's just such a social and cultural, it's a juggernaut. It is. It's a juggernaut. It's a, it's as powerful as oil. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, it really is, has taken over and it's taken over the minds of everybody in that particular community. And it's not fair. It's not accurate. It's not. Is there a lot of lobbyists behind that? Solar and or and wind, or is that just like we had not gotten to that point yet? Honest, honestly, it's 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 a pretty it's pretty much a like a, a groundswell, man. It's like a like mm. it's it came from the people. It did. Mm. It's just that that I think I think that it's kind of like the electric car, right? Like there was there was such a a, a a natural movement from from regular people that we wanted electric cars and that that would solve the problem. Mm. And the th- same thing came with like solar panels were were cool hippie yeah. things and, and solar windmills and so wow that's that's a good way to go and i think that just that that cultural movement of you know like this is the way to do it man this is way to get it done man mm. as, was was strong enough that like well, we got to do something and then i think when looking for a solution there was enough pressure coming that it just it, it everybody sort of fell in line mm. but uh, over time that's gonna that's not gonna be what happens just because it really doesn't make sense Long term as the answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just we're gonna we're gonna deal with. It's just one of those things we're gonna have to live through because that's cult- culturally what we want to do. And in the meantime, mm. Doggerland, you know, sayonara. Sorry, oh, Doggerland sucks. Well, on the bright side, there's lots of spots like this, all over. <laughs> God, all over true. the world. I that's mean, there's true. there was a lot a lot more was covered by the change from Ice Age to our current age. There's Catterland. Then we'll be yes. Mm, Hamsterland. Yeah, Hamsterland. There's Horseland. Horseland, yeah. Horseland, yeah, all of. Th- I mean, you'd be all surprised. Zebraland, Zebraland, yeah, Hippopotamusland. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Rhinoceroland, Rhinoceroland, that's exactly. It's near Iceland. Rhinoceroland. That's all we got. No, but there are. There's. There's lots of them, and so there. There are other places to search, but maybe there we are. should just start looking now before some G-wad. Yeah, I don't know what G. Godwad. Gutwad, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some yeah. gangsterwad, gangsterwad, some, some um, shows up and, and puts a windmill on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put a windmill on it. Yeah, <laughs> if you like it, then you should have put a windmill on it. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, that's oh. it. I, I, I hate to be. I am. I now. I'm suddenly. I want to lay down. And go. I'm so too. sorry. I'm you so tired. look jackhole. Look, it was. It w- look. We brought the top quality content anyway. We did. We did. We did. We yep. did. Let's not forget we on had a rainy afternoon. We on had rainy pure afternoon energy in the afternoon. Pure energy. Pure energy. Pure energy. Here we did. <laughs> so that's it. It's a good topic. It's a good topic, it's a good right? Topic. We, had fun. we had fun. We had fun. We had some laughs. You know what? Well, if, uh, write in. Send your call send now. A letter. Yeah. Please send a letter if you're unsatisfied you by your our, our energy. And, and, and here's the thing about the Bio Friendly Podcast: is it's very, it's very. Um, 
This is Lucy Goosey, baby. Lucy Goosey. We put this show out there for the diehards, and the diehards are getting exactly what they expected. Hans getting Gruber? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Hans yeah. Gruber, Bruce Willis. Yes, I love the bio-friendly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, Mr. Gruber. It's my favorite show. Rest yeah. in peace. Oh, R.I.P. Mr. Potter. <laughs> 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 So that's that's his endorsement. Yeah, I, love, I love the biofriendly podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Alan Rickman. Thank you, Alan. Oh, friend of the show. Wow. What would you do with a billion dollars? Oh, I can't say that yet, can I? It's a surprise. Oh, we have to bleep that. Have to bleep that. I'm not going to bleep that. No? Okay. No, that's a little teaser. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. What, what was that all about? Oh, You'll have to You'll tune, have into, to the tune into the new show. You'll have to tune into the new show that we've been working on. Yes. And yes, it hasn't been released yet, but that's because we're making we're making it perfect. Yes. we mm. got to make sure it's right. We're working very hard to make sure we give you nothing but top quality, quality content. That's it. Mm. With it, by the way, Clayton, do you have the tag from? I do. Good, good, I do. good, good. Because I don't remember it. I have no idea what it is. I don't remember it either. Do you want me to say it out loud? Um, yeah, we're or gonna pass to, it well, to you. We're gonna, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to it. Ready? So, thank you for once again for listening to the Biofriendly Podcast. We always have fun with this, even if we do feel like laying down to take a nap. It is very mm. rainy. We hope we got you some good, interesting uh, information about these windmills and Doggerland, and we had some fun, laughs, and good times. And we hope you have a great rest your weekend. So with that being said, we are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. The dumbest, smartest podcast <laughs> in existence. That's it. That's it. That's been a theme re- recently. Yeah. That's, That's been a good. recurring thing. Today, but actually, dumb. I think we kept, with, we we kept really up with that. We really kept up with it. Yeah, yeah, we did. Way to go, guys. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Me, me. Pure energy. Pure energy. That's the only way to go out. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast.